Hello, album enjoyers. Uh, both Christopher and I are still recovering from the Edinburgh Festival, in which uh, we both did about a million shows each. And the grind never stops. We're back on the road. Chris is back opening for Frankie Cocosa, and I'm down in the content mines digging away. It does mean we are just a little bit behind on the pod still. Uh, just it's so difficult to record during the festival. So what we've done is we are releasing a Patreon episode for the general public. Uh, it is our deep dive on Hamilton, an American musical by Mr. Lin-Manuel Miranda. This is one of my favorite episodes that we've ever done. So really happy to put it out in public for you all. Uh, we've got time booked in the studio this week, so we should be back on track from next week with new episodes coming out uh shout out to the ultras your extra bonus episodes that you've paid for are unaffected uh, you'll still be getting your your two uh, bonus ones a month no matter what uh this is a really fun episode we hope you enjoy it and we will see you soon peace and love in the new millennium hello album enjoyers quick note to remind you of the enjoy an album patreon page for five pounds a month you get two extra episodes a week they are ad free they are your fun regular normal episodes just me and chris just fucking chatting and scatting about some of the best and worst albums of all time um or you also get the access to the back catalog of patreon posts we've already done robbie williams um, Iron Maiden Iron Maiden Len manuel Miranda's Hamilton Hamilton That was a good one um, We've recently done Janelle Monet. Ed Sheeran Janelle Monet. Ed Sheeran Oh The Raytons The Raytons <laughs> Yes There's been some really good episodes on there So yeah. worth it If you've run out of pods It's if, not like extra stuff It's not like some podcasts are like Oh hey We've we recorded a wee bit extra This isn't like The fucking Tremens man No this is Your gourmet <laughs> album enjoyer experience this is an extra meal absolutely and you might be like i don't want an extra meal you i'm do. full well this is a, a better one that you won't be more full of so how about that that is what we offer you also get <laughs> early access to live shows which is mm, probably one of the biggest sales so uh sign up to patreon now at patreon.com slash enjoy an album Hello, patrons. Thank you uh, for your patronage. And as your uh, reward suggests, this is your third, I think, uh, patron episode exclusive. We had Robbie Williams. We had Iron Maiden. Now, the natural next step, Hamilton. Yes. Uh, Hamilton, the American musical. Not not the place, as we discussed in the beginning of the episode. Oh. Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I really enjoyed this episode. We're going to branch out more. I mean, we've got off off Patreon. We've to got, quote your uh, show, branching out. We're going to branch out. I don't think I said that in my show, branching out. <laughs> I don't think I. I don't Should Google Liam's poster for his show, branch out. Um, I wonder if it is online. It's a fucking great poster. Me dressed as a tree. You don't think it's good? It's a good poster for maybe a child's play about trees. But for a stand-up hour, it I worked. don't know. It worked. People came. No, people came, I'm sure, but not something I would do. Well, that's fine. You didn't do it. I did. Um, basically, I was uh, a, a huge uh, Alcoholic. tree costume. Oh. <laughs> I had just given up drinking. A huge tree costume uh, that my friend uh, was trying to throw out at a uh, theatre company that he worked out. And I said, I'll have that tree. Uh, and then got a picture done it. And it's a picture of me. As a tree, but it's so much better than you think it is. 
What are your video describing? If you were to look at it, you go, holy fuck, that's a cool costume. And everybody who came to my show was like, are you doing it dressed as a tree? You should have. I did, I did say it's I was too going hot, to. wasn't it? It was very hot and you couldn't move. And that show that year involved me uh, taking off my shirt at one point. I was wearing a shirt under it. I'm not that confident. Why are you taking your shirt off? Um, because, uh, okay, I'll just tell you the, the punchline without any context. Mm-hmm. I had um, a, uh, a the words Wondercock written on my shirt uh-huh. and a picture of a giant cock. Right. So it was a great show. <laughs> it was a really good show. Yeah. I used to, when I was... A younger man. I mean, we're all younger. Well, if I was a young man. I used to unbutton my shirt. And uh, my girlfriend saw me do that bit. Six years later, the you shirt are. unbuttoned worked. Wow. You forget that your people could find you attractive. Mm. You know? Well, it's confidence of being on stage, isn't it? It's like a... So you don't think my body's beautiful? Aphrodisiac. No, I don't guess. Um, you, you don't think so? No. Um, I see it as a sign of rot within. Well, yeah, but that's because you understand what it really is. But if you don't know that, if you see someone on stage, you think, wow, they're confident. I just see an arboretum full of trees that require surgery. Arboretum. Yeah. What a beautiful word. Thank you very much. Uh, listen. My hangover's reached that point where I'm speaking very poetically about decay. It's a great episode about a subpar musical. Um, mm. There's some spicy takes coming. I think some of the spicier ones of recent times. Um, and uh, hey, what did, do you like Hamilton? Why not let us know in the comments on, <laughs> on the Patreon page? What other musicals should we do? Let us know. Yeah, yeah. If you have any other suggestions, please pop them below. Uh, enjoy the app, and we're catching the flip dip. This week we are sponsored by Manscaped. They are the long term. Enjoy an album sponsor. They provide the best uh, pubic hair trimming uh, 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 services. <laughs> sure, not that services. isn't what you usually say. <laughs> They actually avoid the word pubic, I think, because it's a bit gross. Whereas I'm wanting to bring it back and say, hey, there's nothing to be ashamed of. Look, Let, you need to bring, shave your pubes. Let's bring pubes back. Yeah. <laughs> but Absolutely. in reverse. Yeah, let's bring the word pubes back, but let's shave pubes away using Manscaped product like the lawnmower. Yeah. Um, lawnmower 2.0, I believe we're on now. It's got a little light. It's uh, chargeable with a USB-C, same as your phone. It works in the shower. It's very quick to have a whip around downstairs to make you look nice and good. Your genitals are going to go from a 6.5. They're going to go from... Inches. A... <laughs> <laughs> we can't say the Manscaped will give you a bigger dick, but we are inferring it. But it looks like it. Yeah, it does look like it. That's the whole point. It's crazy. It's wild, actually. You have a shave, you look because up, you're trees like... trees don't look bigger in winter than in autumn. <laughs> but... The earth looks bigger, I think. So we are uh, sponsored by Manscaped. We have a code. If you follow the link and type in album 20, you'll get 20% off. Okay. Uh, So do that. Get your balls looking good for whoever wants to look at them, including yourselves. Balls, cock, asshole, (laughs) nose, ear, cock. (laughs) Check it out. Trim it hard. Enjoy the episode. You're listening to Enjoy an Album, the podcast where two comedians listen to some of the greatest albums of all time. Lin-Manuel Miranda's smash Broadway show celebrating the life of founding father and American icon Alexander Hamilton winds its tail ingeniously around a series of sinuous hip-hop and R&B grooves. 
The twists and turns of Hamilton's complex story mirror the deft, sometimes tongue-twisting turns the performers take in their delivery. It's not all hip-hop. The 60s-influenced pop of You'll Be Back and the classic influence of Take a Break underline Miranda's range, and it all adds up to a visionary redefinition of musical theatre. Oh my god, we are hamilton and it up, and we're not talking about the town in Scotland, we're talking about, I think he's named after the town in Scotland though. I did a gig in Hamilton once, and I remember I was going there, um, it was a gig in a place called Hamilton Palace. Yeah, Hamilton thought, East Palace. That sounds fancy, yeah. <laughs> it is a nod, <laughs> it was rough as a dog's ass. One of my first ever gigs, I think well, this maybe the second time I met Stephen Buchanan maybe. Steaming Buchanan. Steamy, steamy, steamy boo-poo. We were gigging. <laughs> um, <laughs> what? Steamy boo-poo. Stupid boo-poo himself. <laughs> uh, Steven Buchanan. And uh, we were doing a charity gig to raise money for a local football team in Hamilton. You and care a lot about Hamilton football teams. I just want, I just want the boys to get a good, <laughs> a good pair of balls. Just want to see know? the boys play. I just want a couple of flyaway Not footballs. in a weird way. No. Good boys. <laughs> Uh, and everybody and I, I hadn't really found my voice mm. yet and I went up and people were talking and I was like do you know what I'm just gonna sh- scream shut the fuck up at them and see what happens that's cool audiences love that <laughs> <laughs> I went up and I was like shut the fuck up anyway so I love my mum and dad uh, <laughs> so yeah that was a Hamilton man um, are you I used f- to be a festival a comedy festival in Hamilton did you ever do that ha ha Hamilton you ever done ha- I Hamilton? sure did <laughs> I sure did. I did uh, me. I, I spoken about before on the pod. Me and Gus Limburn hosted a comedy karaoke night, and mm-hmm. I ended up accidentally singing a sectarian song. Not for the first time in my life. Not for the first time in your life, and not the last. No, um, color bomb tokens are available. Ha ha, Hamilton, uh, R.I.P. Um, pull one out for a bad one. Uh, are you a fan of? So this is. We've not done any musical theatre on the uh, on the pod. Previously. We've, we've glanced across it. I've made, I think uh, the, the playlist may contain a Little Show of Horrors song. Yeah, but we haven't we haven't covered an album as such. We uh, haven't covered an album. This is a, we're, we're a little bit stepping outside of our comfort zone here. Just, uh, for, the, just for the Patreon. Just for the Patreon special. Um, yeah. are, so you were in Little Shop of Horrors. Just um, for the are, are you a fan? Not my only musical appearance. I'd like to say that. Okay, please do. I, I always find that the villains and mm. something require an actor with charisma, mm. as they say. Yes. Um, so I not only played the evil dentist, Oren Scrivello DDS, mm-hmm. in Horrors, when I was 11, I played uh, the star and villain role in a primary school musical, Hoodwinked. I played the Sheriff of Nottingham. Right. In a Robin Hood musical. Okay. And I had a little white cowboy hat and a motorhead belt with a motorhead logo, mm-hmm. Snaggletooth. Got it from, my dad got it from Next. And I, I wore that with cowboy boots. Well, more like biker boots and a white cowboy hat. And I remember coming out on stage wearing the white cowboy hat and everybody laughing. And I was like, it's not funny. Uh, <laughs> Obviously, is, it was supposed to be funny. <laughs> it's actually very serious. The Sheriff of Nottingham cowboy hat. Well, because it's a joke. So he's a sheriff. So he's a right, you get right. Wrong kind of sheriff. This doesn't work. I believe that was where the humour came from. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't find very anything funny about historical inaccuracy. And uh, we'll get into that when we speak about oh. Hamilton. You want to hear my song as the sheriff? 
What, yeah, more than anything, solo, solo. I'll always have a solo song at the musical. He goes like this: <laughs> two guys reviewing Robin Hood. Uh, yeah, lock him up, Robin, <laughs> Robin Oxley. You're uh, a crook, Robin. Ho- no, so that's Captain my, Hook. That's the wrong thing. This was my uh, solo song, so I'll just I'll just sing it for you. Um, it's called "I'll Make Them Pay," and I would come out and I'll go. I'll make them pay, I'll make them pay, I'll line my pockets and I'll make them pay, I'll make them pay, I'll make them pay, I'll line my pockets and I'll make them pay, because I'm the meanest sheriff ever to live, I like to take from the poor in order to give more to the rich, the grand, the mighty, and who are the rich? Why me? Why me? Day after day I'll make them pay, well done fantastic thank you very much one question do you think the sheriff of nottingham thought himself mean he was the mean not in the terms of like mean as in average or nasty Mm. but simply mean as in tight with money but do you think he thought himself like you know because that still is like a negative connotation he would say he's careful isn't it he's well that's one of the criticisms of musical theater isn't it you kind of have to paint in quite broad strokes for Mm -hmm. the for the cheap seats to understand what you're talking about. So I've been uh, playing to the gallery. Yeah. yeah. You mm-hmm. need to play the gallery a wee bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe it would have been more accurate to his mindset if mm-hmm. it was like, I am actually the fairest yeah. sheriff ever to live, but people misunderstand yeah, me. Yeah, because then people in the audience. Fiscal responsibility would be like, is important. Oh, he's fair. Right. A this is a good guy. government. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Actually. He wasn't really a libertarian, was he? Because he did want high taxes. <laughs> you know, he was more of a kind of your old-fashioned Tory. You're kind of David Cameron, as opposed to your Liz Truss. Yeah. And your quasi-quartoon. <laughs> um, but he was quite Toryish. <laughs> Take from the poor in order to give to the mighty man. Um, he was... Um, wow. <laughs> so I love... I'm not necess- I'm not really a musical person. I never went to drama school, and like some people... Who? Yeah, didn't go to drama school. Where did you go? I I studied drama at university. So that's drama. Different school. thing. Different thing. Is it? Yeah, there's like an official accreditation to be called a drama school, oh. and it's a lot more expensive. Queen Margaret couldn't get the accreditation. Well, well, they just it was just a different course. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not that they thing. couldn't get it, so they didn't get it because it's different. Yeah. But are you like a musical theatre person? I had a brief period in my teens where i think i quite liked musicals for a bit but um i think meeting musical theater people that will drive you away they're like scum you know like young adult novel twitter right do you post tumblr uh-huh you know what i mean john greener faulkner stars yeah yeah um they they're just a very certain type of musical theatre person, mm-hmm. fan, mm. um, who I despise. I would say they're some of the worst people in the world. Yeah. And I include fascists. Yes. And in a way, they're very similar to fascists. Yes. Um, at, you know, they, they rule with an iron fist. Yeah. And uh, any criticism towards musicals they like. Yeah. Musicals in general, yeah, met with big, crazy attacks. This is why we've put this episode behind the paywall <laughs> because we don't it. want. We are scared. We don't want the Miranda heads. People who love the sitcom Miranda to come after <laughs> us. Wrath. 
Um, so yeah, uh, I hate a lot of musicals. There's some I like. You can't let an audience. Mm. If you, if you no, know. but there's a lot of musicals. Like the 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 genre, I have trouble with anyway. Mm. But like anything, you know, I, I think it'd be silly to write off an entire genre. Every genre has its moments. Every Absolutely. Genre. New metal, country, mm-hmm. uh, rap metal, which is new metal. Yeah, seen it twice. Yeah. Um, sure. That's it. So there's stuff I don't like about musicals that I I, I think like something you already touched on. There's a real lack of nuance in a lot a lot of it. You mm. know what I mean? There is an incredible skill sometimes to like good lyrics, and that is something we always talk about here on Enjoy an Album. Mm-hmm. Um, and there is particularly a skill we'll get to this later. We talk about Hamilton mm-hmm. in telling a story efficiently with lyrics. His name is Alexander Hamilton. Yeah. That's how they start it. Yeah, that's a, <laughs> it's a great, smart way of introducing someone's name and character. 1979, America. The Declaration of Independence. Yeah, but a lot of musicals, I struggle. I struggle. There's so much bad musicals. What's your least favourite? We Will Rock You. <laughs> that, I mean, come on. Good music. You like uh, Queen? You know about Queen? Do you don't like Queen? No. You don't like Queen? No, mm. I don't. No. She did Queen. Some point. Which do we will rock you? No, that's un- <laughs> unfair. Um, yeah, I, 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 like. I hate. I hated we will rock you. I hated. That's a jukebox musical. Oh, yeah, even yeah. most musical people don't like jukebox musicals. I don't know, man. Like people, <laughs> like musical people, find it hard like to criticize any big musical. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Anything that's like on the West End and the stage. There's something really. I get the ick watching musicals. I just, I can imagine the cast rehearsing it and there's something that I just find really foul about the whole thing. Do you get that with stand-up? Like when you watch people, you go, are you working progress? There are so, sometimes mm-hmm. when I watch stand-up, it gives me the ick, when I imagine someone writing it, mm. like if it's going badly and I imagine them sitting and writing it and going, and then I'll say this. Yeah. And the, the crowd will probably react like I'll this, go, so I'll go, oh, that's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Particularly when you see someone doing stand-up, um reference an audience reaction that they were expecting but hasn't got so you know they'll say oh so uh you know i'm i'm here in glasgow and i can see you're probably thinking what are you doing here in glasgow so no one's thinking that no one's no, said we, anything we, we thought that you know we've had a bit of it's an entertainment town so people come here mm-hmm. you know yeah. nobody's like what are you doing here what the fuck what the fuck <laughs> i uh what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so um I, there the musicals i like <laughs> west side story yeah I love that. Oh, did you see the Spielberg? I haven't seen it yet. No, I haven't seen it either. I uh, just saw Steven Spielberg's The Fablemans. Mm, I love, listen, I'm a big fan of the Berg. I've never really dug his stuff before. Mm-hmm. And I say that as somebody who's seen Jurassic Park. Yep. Indiana Jones. He knows what he looks Listen, movies are back. Schindler's List. I'm a filmo, so I've seen a couple of Steven Spielberg movies. The first episode of Columbo was directed by Steven Spielberg. Was it really? Yes. And another thing. They directed yes um and it's stunner film so i there was some that i i watched a um there's like a specific part of the remake of west side story that was doing the rounds on filmo twitter oh the one where they're jumping about the attic it's a long shot yeah a long take with like a thousand people Mm -hmm. incredible incredible filmmaking i like west side story um there's a couple songs from musicals that I like. There's a song called Bye Bye Birdie from the music <laughs> musical Bye Bye Birdie, mm-hmm. which I've never seen, 
It's a song. How's it go? It's a me- bye bye birdie. I never loved you so. I love it. Yeah. It's a minute and a half, and the girl's got such a cool voice. Yeah. And what's that about saying goodbye? Saying goodbye to some cool birdie. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know who the hell birdie is. I don't know why she's saying goodbye. But let me tell you, she's sad about it. You ever played as the character birdie from uh, Street Fighter Alpha, the prequel to Street Fighter? <laughs> No, might no. be about that. No, I haven't. I uh, I was in a uh, Peter Pan musical when I was seventeen years old. Who were you? Uh, slightly one of the Lost Boys. Um, you were slightly one of the Lost Boys. That's I see what you've done there. <laughs> uh, you've tried to embarrass me. No, but no, the embarrass- name of the character oh. was slightly. Right. Uh, Thank you. Bit of a slight role, but there are no slight roles. They're just small actors. Slight actors. Thank you very much. Yeah. It was a very important, integral role. Um, I don't even remember slightly. Who was that? One of the Lost Boys. What were they up to? So, like well, Rufio? No. Oh my God. You were really telling on yourself here. J.M. Barry was a pedophile, so I don't care. I don't know his shit. Have you read the book Peter Pan by J.M. Barry? I don't read pedophile shit. Well, Except I Woody do. Allen and Jimmy <laughs> Salinger. Anyway... Um, <laughs> I uh, I don't like any pedophiles except for my ten favorite pedophiles, right? I David uh, Boy, but since then I have gone off the ball. You know what really annoyed me when La La Land came out, and everyone's like, "It's not a musical. You should watch it." It's not a musical. It's not a musical. La mm. La Land. Within the first five minutes, they're all fucking jumping and dancing on their cars. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what? What is this? If not what a musical? Did you think this wasn't a musical? You fucking idiots! Do you like Disney musicals? Aladdin. Beauty and the Beast. Yes. Leon King. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I do. Leon okay. the Professional King. The Lion King live. It's great. Mm. Really wonderful show. Okay. Got time for the Disney musicals. Mm-hmm. All right. Despite Disney being a, a mad racist. Anti-Semite. Um, but, you know, he d- they don't think about it anymore. No. No. They just shut down Splash Mountain. Really? Yeah. The racist mountain. <laughs> The racist roller coaster. <laughs> Shut it down now. Um, so when we discussed the idea of doing Hamilton, I thought, hmm. Unless, uh, I mean, you don't want to peel back the curtain too much, but literally we recorded an episode last week about Insane Cloud Posse. And then <laughs> afterwards we were like, what are we going to do next week, man? And we were like, what about Hamilton? And we went, ha, ha, ha. And then I got on a train. <laughs> and then we did it. So <laughs> here's, here's the thing. What did you know about Hamilton? Had you seen it previous to this week? I got, I'd heard about it, obviously. Mm-hmm. It was huge. Biggest, what, biggest Broadway musical of the last 20 years, probably? It, it is one of those um, zeitgeist-breaking things, you know? Yeah. Whereby even people who, not, I want to say even people, people who do not go to see shows at the West End. It was a kind of like a status symbol for a while, so I got him on tickets. And people were like, what? Yeah, huh? My brother yeah. and my mother, not to rap because we've been watching Hamilton, Went to see Hamilton the other day. Uh-huh. And uh, and my mum, she likes going to the West End. I've been with her a few times to see stuff. The National Theatre's £10 season. Thank you. Okay. But... Uh, Where'd you see that? What did I see there? I saw, uh, saw a few things. Mm-hmm. Back when I was younger. Have you been to the National Theatre? Every point in your life you were younger than now. That's true. Mm-hmm. But, but when I lived in Dagenham... Oh, okay. Um, when As I a was, teen? As a teen, Yes. Um, saw a great show called Market Boy, one of my favourite ones. That boy worked on Romford Market, found some Romford Shopping Centre. Yeah, that's right. 
Uh, anyway. Look at that goth with the big boobies. My mum says. <laughs> yes. Anyway, my brother, uh, my older brother, maths uh-huh. teacher. Yes. I can't recall him ever going to the Big theater. fan of your big brother. I don't think you've met him. I have. Fringe, four years ago. Are you sure it wasn't my younger brother? No, I've met him as well. He's cool as well. Okay, my older brother yeah. um, went with my mother to see Hamilton. Really? Really? And, and my older brother, I, I can't recall if he's ever, if he's, he's not a West End guy. No, he's not. It's not his type of vibe. He's a serious gay. He's a cool guy, yeah. right? But, you know, I was like, oh, he's going to see him. So that sort of illustrates the sort of general No offense crossover. to your wee brother. Yeah. I'd assume you've seen it already. Yeah. But I thought your big brother would never go. My, look, my young brother works in theatre, right? Yeah, so that makes thought, sense, yeah. right? Older brother's a, 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 a GCSE maths teacher. Yes. You know? Yeah. Um, But he's a centrist, right? My older brother. So that's the vibe. You know what I mean? This is heavy centrist porn. <laughs> think so? This is the American equivalent of the 2012 Olympic opening ceremony. I do think that's why it's so popular in America, is that it goes... This country's class. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I know, we've, I know we've done a few bad things, but we've done some good things as well, so why don't we focus on that for a yeah. while? A young, scrappy country. A young scrappy, a young, scrappy country. Not built on genocide that never gets mentioned. Yes, yes. <laughs> Thin Manuel Miranda. Um, Have I ever seen it before? Mm. Yes, during lockdown. Okay. Uh, the... Me and my girlfriend were trying to build some kind of... We had Friday night takeaway. We had a lot of takeaways, but Friday night was special takeaway night. Mm-hmm. And what we would do, we would uh, she would finish her work, uh, working from home. Mm-hmm. I was jobless at the time. And then we would fire up uh, the National Theatre done something lovely mm-hmm. where they would, do a, they would stream a different National Theatre play every Friday. Mm-hmm. So me and Sam would sit down with a Chinese, or an El Perro Negro, mm-hmm. or anything, we were ordering, Nanakusa sometimes. Mm. Um, bread meets bread. Probably enough in uh, <laughs> examples, different partic takeaways. Block had a pop-up in Finiston. Uh, block Plus. So uh, we'd fire up, and then we'd watch all these plays and stuff, and then we got Disney Plus, mm. so I kind of got into the theatre a wee bit, all different types of plays. Um... Shout out to Don't but well, it was an hour podcast. No need to list all the plays you've seen. <laughs> Street Carnival Desire with Gillian Anderson was phenomenal. Yeah. Uh but then we watched this for the first time and I was like, okay, okay. Cause I'd heard about this Lynn Manuel Miranda guy, don't like his vibes. Don't like anybody with a goatee. I th- except Stephen Buchanan. Think <laughs> I think that's fair. Mm-hmm. I think the goatee is, a, is it's a red flag, isn't it? Scrunched back, pulled back hair. Nothing, nothing wrong with that. No, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. That's a cool look. But with a goatee. Yeah. And a ponytail. Mm-hmm. It's it's a more a man bun. It's a man yeah. bun, yeah. It's different. Yeah. Or just a bun. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> why not? <laughs> uh, so <laughs> I'm cool. Uh, so, yeah, I'd seen it. And... Um, I liked some bits of it a lot and mm. disliked a lot of it. And I've realised this week what I don't necessarily like about it is because when you're telling a story through a musical, you have to paint in really broad strokes. And you have to be very clear exactly what you're talking about all the time. One of my favourite things about hip-hop is uh, in rap music, 
a lot of times I don't know what they're talking about and it's very dense. Mm-hmm. The imagery is very, a lot of jokes and references, stuff I have no, like in, trying to think of something I was listening to when I was just getting a rip, like uh, Empire State of Mind, mm-hmm. which is a, and Alicia Keys, there's loads of references to like weird New York stuff that I've got no idea about, but it sounds cool because the poetry of it and the way the words sound is mm-hmm. lovely. Um, but then you need to kind of sit down with rap genius and go, what does that mean? Like, oh, I get it now. Whereas with this, there is two, pardon me, with this, it's two hours of music. You never don't know what he's talking about ever. Mm-hmm. There's some jokes that you're like, oh yeah, I guess King George did go mad. So that's funny when he's like, I'll go mad. You're like, oh, wait, well. And that's one of the, that's one of the shows we've seen was, uh, the, uh, who plays? The Madness of King George Third. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With uh, Sherlock's brother from Sherlock, like Benedict Cumberbatch's Sherlock's oh, brother. Oh, Mark Gatiss. Mark Gatiss. Mm-hmm. Gatiss? If you like. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> Mark Gatiss as King George, and he goes crazy running about, and he's shaking on the walls and stuff. Mm-hmm. Class. Mm. So I like that, um, but I didn't love it. Okay, well, so, you, so that was your, your preconception going in. You'd never um, listened to it. I'd never listened to How it. How did that happen? Well, I it, it's one of the like first of all, I only got Disney Plus recently. <laughs> I can't believe you have it. The only reason I have it <laughs> what is because um, Mary Lane Robertson, oh yeah, stayed at my house when she had COVID. Friend of the or at least she stayed at my house, got COVID, gave my wife COVID. They're both locked in my house for two weeks. It was unbearable. Um, Mary Lane logged into her Disney Plus, mm-hmm. and it's remained on our television ever since. Right. So uh, that's how I've been watching uh, Andor. New segment in the show. Let's take a gander at Andor. (laughs) (laughs) No. I want to talk about Andor. No. I've not finished it yet. I watched all of it in two days because I thought you'd finished it. I wanted to talk to you about it. I haven't finished it because... You've ruined the segment. Me and my wife watch it together. We've not had much time to watch television. Uh, We watched an episode maybe a week together. It's like a good thing. I don't know what's happening. We're not going to talk about Andor, Are they okay? In the prison yet? Why would you say something Shh, like that? Because it's obvious that they get to the prison. What do you mean? All right. Yes, they are in the prison, but yeah. you shouldn't say stuff like no, that. But I know that you know. Okay, right. Anyway, so Marilyn Robertson's Disney yes. is on my television. Very much the only only Cassian Andor of the Scottish comedy circuit, I would say. <laughs> and uh, and uh, so that's why it's on there. So I've watched Welcome to Wrexham. That's on Disney. Yes, um, I've, I've, always sunny in Philadelphia. I've watched that documentary Light and Sound about the Star Wars stuff. Yes. Um, and uh, now, as of the last week, I've watched Hamilton. The thing is, it's two hours, 30 minutes long, mm-hmm. something like that. If I'm going to dedicate two and a half hours to watching something, mm-hmm. I'm not choosing Hamilton. Why? Because there's loads of other things I'd rather watch. But this is sad, sad black and white movies about dying Hungarian horses. That's I saw I the watch. advert for that. <laughs> I went to the GFT and there's a new Polish film right. about a donkey. Okay. And it looks really sad. And yes. I was like, oh, Liam's going to fucking <laughs> get his little winger out. And Just fucking four, four, 40 minute shots of a donkey slowly dying. So a, a donkey music. meets a kind of handsome boy who seems like he might have to learn to love. Yeah. Okay. And um, <laughs> he That's knocks over box. a bunch of apples, the donkey, and everybody's like, Get out of here! Get out! Move! No! <laughs> and he's like, oh. yeah. And then the, the boy looks after him. You'd rather watch Hamilton than that? 
Mm, no. Yeah. Well, there you <laughs> but go. That's well, there you go. Only because I want to talk to you about it. Um. So, Louis Mar- uh, oh, Louis Marilyn. Who's Louis Marilyn? No. Um. I read. I accidentally read. Um. His Lin Manuel Miranda's dad's name. Uh, um. Lin Manuel Miranda. I had seen him on episodes of Kirby Enthusiasm. What's he doing in that? He plays himself because they go to see Hamilton, mm. and uh, I think Larry falls asleep. Maybe. Two and a half hours, and he's an old man. Yeah, well, what can you expect? Um, and Lin Manuel Miranda also popped up in a documentary that we watched for the pod, but I can't remember what, as a talking head. I can't remember who it was about, though. Too long a pause. Too long a pause. No. Too much dead air. No, it's a podcast. It's all about the kind of negative space. No, things. no, it isn't. It's the opposite of that. You think so? Yeah, what? long pause. People will look at their podcast and go, is it? Is that, are they still talking? Have I paused it? By no, we were thinking about what documentary in my Anyway, mind. so, um, anyway, let's, should we do a little bit of a background check on Lin-Manuel Miranda? Secret partial, secret, secret partial. You do it fast and it's not like Nashville. You got money, you got dash, bro. Secret partial. He's a secret partial. Sounds like Interpol. Is that what you're going for? No, I was, I was <laughs> going for a Hamilton. We have 200 partials for you to sleep tight. That's better. Yeah. Grim uh, right. That's my. <laughs> that's that's Interpol. Interpol that's impression. Good. Pretty good Interpol impression. Um, speaking uh, of Interpol, uh, <laughs> Lin Manuel Miranda's. Fuck, I can't speak. Lin Manuel Miranda's father, Luis Miranda Jr. Should be practicing Lin Manuel Miranda's name just a wee bit. So Lin Manuel Miranda, Lin Manuel Miranda, Lin Manuel Miranda. His father. Lin Manuel Miranda's Dildo Dangos Django Unchained. <laughs> That's my warm up. Joe <laughs> <coughs> Dangos Dildo Dangos. His father was a political consultant for Hillary Clinton and Chuck Schumer. Secret partial. Yeah, that's about as. Uh, you brought up Chuck Schumer when we recorded the Wet Leg episode. I used him as a reference point because he was on my mind because I also researched this. Who is Chuck Schumer? Because when you said that, I went, <laughs> yeah. I don't Charles know who he is. Schumer is uh, the uh, he's like the Democratic Speaker of the House. Still, I believe so. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a senator. He's pretty mm-hmm. high up. He's a he's pretty high up lib. Same as uh, our Hillary. Um, so, yeah, this is one of those ones. I mean, I think that's up there with your James Murphy's and your uh, Arcade Fires. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like, in terms of, like, uh, access to power, if your dad <laughs> is running the political campaign for Hillary Clinton, he's obviously not very good at his job, but uh, yeah. he's, he, I mean, the Clintons are a fucking political dynasty. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's probably pals with John Mulaney, this guy. Yeah, probably. His dad was the lawyer for Bill Clinton. Um, he went, but here's, here's something that might surprise you, right? So I think I think this is interesting. Uh, Lynn Manuel Miranda went to a Hunter College in New York, Hunter College School, which is not a private school. It is a public school with a very high ad- admission process. It is uh, one of the most elite academically schools in the country. Yeah. So you, the access, like you have to pass crazy exams. It is for gifted children right it's but said, your dad can buy you in it's said to be harder to get into than ivy league colleges harvard yeah right but Ew. because you're like five or whatever i said that's why i don't like stuff like that was for gifted children it's like how smart can a five-year-old be well i don't know man i guess they, that's what they test 
But here's the thing with the school. I was tested as a child for um, learning difficulties. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that right? I think so. Sorry, say it again and I'll, I'll sound more surprised. <laughs> I was tested as a child for um, learning difficulties. No. No, what? You guess I should get attention span? <laughs> really? And you can drive a car and you could do maths and stuff. Um, here's the thing, though. The school has been accused of basically being a private school by proxy yes. because if you are a rich parent, then you pay for private tuition for your kids so that they can pass the tests to get into the school. Yeah. So it's supposedly this, like, it's just for gifted children, but then is it a coincidence that only 2% of your admissions are African-Americans in New York? I don't think so. In New York, concrete jungle where dreams are made of, this school is elitist. Um, it is the best school in America, according to the grades. <laughs> according to the grades? Yeah. Is that... Uh, they're a band, the Grays. They're a post-punk <laughs> band from uh, Brooklyn. Um, according to like you know their their SAT scores um, and the amount of the students that end up going to Ivy League colleges. So it's essentially it's like a it's private by proxy. Eton. My school told us that we were the best grades of any school outside of the private schools. But then I checked recently, and we were like 150th or something. And what? I <laughs> You sure you're not good about maths? 150 sif. Yeah. <laughs> With 150 sif. It used to be 150 jif, but European <laughs> people couldn't pronounce it, so they changed it to sif. Um, he went to school with someone who I mentioned recently on the podcast, Immortal Technique. <laughs> he went to school with Immortal Technique. Yeah, and Immortal Technique bullied him at school, apparently. <laughs> but apparently now they're friends. Immortal Technique went to private school? Yeah. Mm. Well, there you go. The more you know. He then went to Wesleyan University, which is a private university. I'm not really sure how that works in America, but a private university. Is it the same as... Because we they're don't... all expensive, aren't they? Yeah. Corbin, you got something to say about this? Yeah, they're just uh, really expensive where you have to have the high grades for them, but then you also have to pay an ass load of money for them, pretty right, much. An, a- so. an ass load and of a- money. Yeah, it's way more than you'd ever expect. Okay, wow. right. Um, so he went to a private liberal university, arts college, uh, uh, with uh, other alumni of his course, uh, Michael Bay, Josh Whedon, and Amanda Palmer. Oh, man, Amanda Palmer sucks. We could do a great ep on her. Yeah. Because she's, like... Team Neil. In terms of the podcast, she's a content machine. She's done loads of stupid shit. Loads of stuff. Um, that so- thing where she was getting people to... Was it? She was using Patreon. Yeah, yeah. She was an early. But your adopter. Patreon was that you could join her band mm. and then not get paid to mm. play music in a band. Yeah, that's like if one of our Patreon ben- Patreon bonuses was that you're, you you you're a co-host. Yeah. You're a co-host of the podcast. One of them. That's why. That's how Cobin's here. He's top tier. <laughs> He pays a hundred per episode. Um, like an ass load, you mean? <laughs> an ass load. There we go. Okay, no more being funny, please. Coben, that's quite enough from you. Um, so Coben. he had an interest in musical theatre when he was at school and started writing and producing his own little musicals. Um, here's an interesting talking point. Um, before his first musical hit success in the Heights, mm-hmm. he was in a small comedy touring freestyle rap group called Freestyle Love Supreme. They played the Edinburgh Festival in 2005. What venue? Big Four? Uh, you know, I'm not sure. I actually tried to find out some information. I could see a couple of reviews, but not, nothing. What did Steve Bennett think? 
that I, you know what, I clicked when I googled it on there was a chortle <laughs> link, and I thought, oh, fucking amazing! But it's one of the things where it's just the event. It's just the event, not the list, not no reviews. We're a bit going. Um, so they are, uh, but there is a clip of them on uh, Jimmy Fallon, um, and yeah, they are like a improvised rap um, improv group. Um, we know the comedian MC Hammersmith. Um, they're kind of doing that, but there's like four or five of them. Um, and so, you know, they take the, the, the example I saw, they ask for peop, three people in the audience for things they hate. And then they improvise raps about why they hate them. And you know, it's, it's that, it's that improv school, improvised rap style. You know what I mean? If you can't say something nice, don't say it at all. <laughs> if I speak, if I speak, I am in trouble. <laughs> so I will not speak. I will not speak. Uh, the decisions they went against us. Yeah. So you know, it's a bit. Tell you what, there's some great improvised rappers out there. Mm. Abandonment. MC Hammersmith, I think, is fantastic. MC Hammersmith. Yeah. Okay. Abandonment. These guys are cringe. cringe. Yeah. Cringe. Um. Uh. So yeah. Then they he wrote in the heights. Yeah, it's like a Puerto Rican thing. Puerto, Puerto, Puerto Rican. I think it's more acceptable to not say it like that. Puerto Rican. Puerto Rican. Puerto Rican. Puerto. Have you been to Puerto Rican? Yes, I've been to Puerto Rico. The, have I you? Have, no. <laughs> Great wrestling scene. Every night in my dreams. <laughs> when did we talk about Puerto Rico? I don't know, but I remember that Donald Trump... Bad baby? When, bad baby. Bad bunny? Bad bunny. <laughs> bad baby. <laughs> Baby, I hate that. <laughs> yeah, it's the sequel to Boss Baby. When he gets sacked, <laughs> he becomes a bad baby. Becomes a crypto. Yeah, <laughs> becomes a crypto. Uh, yeah, so that did well. Tony Awards coming out of his schwinkter. For um, the hates, did I get criticised for being um, racially fucked? I think no. it was the phrase they used. I, I think it was. Oh, I don't know. I didn't see it. I think know. when the hates, there was some kind of thing where everybody had light skin or something, and people were like, right, well, that's not. Where's the dark skinned people, bro? Oh, okay. Well, he obviously. Um, Just make that up, don't know if that's true. Okay, good. <laughs> good. Yeah. I mean, look, it's the Patreon, so who cares about accuracy here? <laughs> if, if, if you've signed up to the podcast at this point, you know that we're not here for facts. We're not here for hates. fucking. And controversy. Sucking. Oh, there is controversy. Yep. Though a large... <laughs> and this is what happens when you type in in the hates controversy. And Google has one of those ones where it just takes a punt. This is probably what you think. Mm-hmm. Though a large portion of the neighbourhood's real life population is black Latinx in the movie, all but one of the main cast members are light skinned mm. and many viewers immediately noticed what seemed to be the erasure of the black Latinx community. Oh. I think Latinx is actually not the preferred nomenclature from a lot of Latino people. Anyway. Yeah. Um, sorry that I'm so aware. No, similar problem to the first season of, uh, Lena Dunham's girls set in New York, but, uh, everyone was like, um, what New York are you in? Well, the rich one. Yeah. Where there's no African American. No, but the thing is, I honestly believe that, that that show is a criticism of people like Lena Dunham by Lena Dunham. Are you a girls defender? I'm a girls defender. Oh, I hate... I hate... <laughs> yeah, I know that. <laughs> but I do think that uh, Lena Dunham's a lot I'd rather watch people. Jeff Dunham than Lena Dunham, I tell you that right now. I'd rather watch Jeff Dunham. Oh, I thought it was Jeff Dunham. <laughs> 
I'd rather watch someone cut people's faces off and eat it fried in some sesame oh, probably, oil. Still probably. I think, oh, I cried in the first season of Girls. In Maybe the first, second series of Girls. Yeah, I um, It's when the boys were saying stuff because that's what's actually cool. It. It's just like, you know, like... It's Caitlin Moran fucking energy of that whole no, period of no. time. Just Caitlin Moran doesn't have the self awareness of Alina Dunham. Oh god, she's not an artist. They all make me cringe know. so much. Um, he read a book, a biography of Alexander Hamilton, and wrote a rap poem. His name was Alexander Hamilton. Um, performed it at the White House, <laughs> a White House poetry. That's what I do. My work in progress is. <laughs> Hollywood. Guys, got a whip tonight. It's at the White House in the Oval <laughs> Office. Got how do you how do you know the politicians are working there, Lynn? <laughs> oh my dad, uh, just a good opportunity. Came up. Just a good opportunity. It was on the Scottish Comedy Forum. <laughs> the uh... welcome at the White House anytime. <laughs> Gee. Bo. Yeah. Um, Yes, and uh, he, he performed rap to Obama um, and improvised uh, some raps based on Obama's cues. Melania. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, drone, drone strikes? I can't uh, do it Obama. What was that? Drone strikes? Yeah, I can only do I mean, that was uh, Yogi Bear. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Melania. I'm I can only say smarter uh, than the average Democrat. Well, um, but then, but I, 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 I can kind of do because I don't know. I know you got Apple. Uh, I know you got Disney Plus, but I don't know if you have Netflix. I don't know it. No, uh, he uh, he has a nature documentary, Barack Obama. Right. Um, the twelve greatest natural parks <laughs> in the world. Okay. Well, this is the Budu. Mm. The smallest deer. You it's watched Obama's tiny. nature documentary? Yeah, I love nature documentaries. Okay. Okay. I thought you were a radical leftist, but turns out you scoop up that propaganda. I like Pudu. Mm. Mm. Um, and that was the genesis of the Hamilton show, mm-hmm. was, uh, was these sort of raps they then developed and turned into this full-scale musical, uh, hip-hop musical, about Alexander Hamilton, the forgotten founding father. Yeah. Um, he's not on money, is he? No, I, I, no, I think he's on the $10 he's $10, note, yeah. $10 bill, as they say. Um, so, I mean, I guess there's a lot to discuss with Hamilton, the mm-hmm. show. Can we do a secret post show on Hamilton? Alexander Hamilton? Uh, sure. Secret post show, secret, secret post show. You do it fast and it feels like no show. Got no money, you got dosh pro, secret post show. He was the son of a whore and a Scotsman. Mm. No post show. Yeah, he, he grew up poor. Uh, I, we don't need to do the whole of <laughs> Hamilton's life. But what, so, uh, what did you think of the sort of hip hop aspects of this musical, you know? Well, you know, uh, some I do think it's very watered down, uh, but you can tell he likes rap music. You can tell there's a love for it, and all the different characters they kind of their raps. They I like that that all the characters rap differently. Like Lafayette has a kind of French hip hop thing. It's really I think it under probably not understated, but I, I think we shouldn't overlook how well that is actually done and how difficult that is to write prose in character mm-hmm. for two and a half hours. 
with different, yeah, like that sticks to the rules of each character and each character has their own refrains and catchphrases and there's there's a few like um, bits that kind of get repeated, you know what I mean? Like reprises. Yeah, yeah, but there's reprises and then there's like, okay, you're using just some of the same words here to, to rhyme off. I'm going take my shot. I'm going to my shot. Yeah, there's some, and there are some what we would call like, I guess, basic hip hop rhymes, do you know what I mean? But... Yeah. Um, I think it is impressive to rap it, like have two characters rapping character to each other without, with, with each having their own sort of distinct thing. What was your least favourite bits in Hamilton? I have a page of this. Help <laughs> <laughs> me. So the first dislike I've written is just the word beatboxing. You don't like beatboxing? Don't beatbox on stage. I beatboxed earlier than this for you. That it is so it's so cringy when they beatbox. Think so? It, it makes when my hitting the table and stuff. I can feel my no the hitting the table. I have a bit more time for. Yeah, but there are points when they go, and it's like so you don't like beatbox. I just feel my spinal cord crawling out of my anus in embarrassment. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You are musical theatre people when you're beatboxing poorly. Mm-hmm. They should be better at it. it there, I beatboxing is to me spiritually, and I hope you understand what I mean by this. The same as vaping. Okay, I see them as basically the same thing. Do you know what I mean? I would love to see. Do you know how people do those vape <laughs> tricks? Yeah. I'd love to see somebody beatbox while vaping, and because their lips are moving rhythmically, the smoke has a rhythm to it. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see that. I think that'd be the worst thing to be recorded. <laughs> The combination of two bad things. You saw the guy, he was doing vape tricks, and he's like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's like bringing it in and bringing it back. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. So cool. So cool. Mm, yeah. So, so that um, there is Man a lot of clown pussy brand vape. Genuinely problematic revisionist history that goes on. Uh, in are you a big history guy? I, I, uh, <laughs> I have my moments. Uh-huh. Okay, I'm not an expert on this matter. Yeah. But you only need to do the briefest amount of research to find out some of the issues with it. Some of them, I think, mm-hmm. are quite fucked up. So I think we should explain for anyone who hasn't seen Hamilton that this is the story of a lot of old white men. However, it is cast that almost entirely... Racially of, blind. No, so that is something that they claim it to be, uh-huh. but it's not racially blind. It's racially conscious, uh-huh. but it's not racially blind no. that, because you couldn't have white people doing all of these characters no. because imagine how that would look, a bunch of white guys rapping. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So like... Sure, they've chosen people of colour, African-Americans to Racially do that. conscious. Yeah, okay. Sure. Which, which, fine, and I get the argument for doing that. It's like a modern telling of it. It's a way of communicating people in the modern era about this classic story. It is a bit fucking theatre group turning up to your secondary school to tell you, okay, kids, and now we're going to tell you the story of Alexander Hamilton. My name's Alex, and I'm here to say I was here at the start of the USA. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's th- that, there's that whole element of it is a bit, a bit cringy. Yeah. It does feel they like want a, a to school suck time America's cock. Well, we'll get to that. There is a bit of school time special about it. Um, there is also, however, the uh, revisionist history about a lot of him. You know, these uh, the founding fathers, by and large, were slave owners. Uh-huh. There is passing reference to some of them having slaves. Yeah, the the southern. Jefferson. The Southern founding fathers. The, the Virginia boys. They had slaves. Yeah. George Washington. You, oh, yeah, you loved them. 
he had like 120 slaves. And he's like the main father figure yeah. in this. And I think... He's a very noble guy with a deep voice. They have it. The, the show has its cake and eats it too when it comes to this because it goes... We talk about slavery a little bit, but then to have a black guy mm-hmm. playing George Washington and then to not mention at all that he had 120 slaves, yeah. I think is fucking disgusting. Yeah. Like, I think it's, like, really offensive. Yeah. So that's fucked up. That is fucked up. They paint Hamilton himself... As being anti-slavery. Now, later on in his life, same as George Washington. George Washington, in his will, mm-hmm. said that he wanted to free his slaves. Then, like the bit at the end where his wife, spoiler alert, Hamilton is shot. That's not a spoiler because Edinburgh says he does it in like the first ten seconds. It's also history. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, but his wife comes out, Mary, at the end, and she's like, "And I started the only orphanage in New York yeah. that was not private, and then also I spoke out publicly against slavery." And it's like. It's not enough. Well, also, the Schuyler sisters, uh-huh. I mean, they were a massive slave-owning family. So Hamilton, later in his <coughs> life... Pardon me. Say again. The Schuyler sisters were a massive slave-owning family. The Hamilton, later in his life, did speak about uh, abolishing slavery. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when they got married, he was marrying into a family, slave of, family. Of, of slave owners. And there is proof that he... He didn't own slaves. He rented slaves, which is a thing you could do, which is, I mean, look, you know, fucking... Gee, that's bad always. <laughs> I don't want to really rate, right. uh, rank them in terms of badness, but um, there's no evidence that from a, as a young man, he was like against slavery or anything, and they paint him in that way. Because, yeah. like you say, it would be... Well, it, there's, two, there's two ways of looking at it. Either you Lin-Manuel Miranda, and you know all this, mm-hmm. and you go... It's a bit too difficult to include these complex things, complex complexities of these characters into this musical. Mm-hmm. You know, it's two and a half hours long. I can't get everything in there. I'm going to have to leave some stuff out. Mm-hmm. I don't have time to go, oh, he was a slave owner, but, you know, it was still this and this, this. Or it is, uh, it just muddies the waters too much of the aim of the show, which is a neoliberal propaganda exercise in the birth of America. Wow. It's quite the... So did you like any of it as well? <laughs> <laughs> I um, really like the King's song. Do you know who hated it? <laughs> who? Toni Morrison, Southern Gothic author, famous African-American writer. Mm-hmm. She hated it so much that she funded... Uh, well, she didn't say anything publicly, oh. but she backed financially a play called something like The Crimes of Lin-Manuel Miranda, <laughs> which was a... Um, a fucking goatee. It's number one. <clears throat> which was a... Um, what's the, the Christmas uh, Christmas Carol? Mm-hmm. Dickensian, you're visited by three ghosts. All right, yeah. So he was visited by each of the founding fathers in this show yeah. who told him why his Hamilton's so fucked up. Yeah. Um, so... Chinky kid. Seems like a little shrimp <coughs> who uh, would care. There's another thing I didn't like. Let's say I've got a lot. Him being in the lead role, even yeah. though everyone around him is like a stunning guy who can yeah. sing really well. And yeah. he's a guy who can't really sing that well. And he looks like shit. And everybody wants to fuck him in the play. Like yeah. his wife and his wife's sister and then his other woman. And everybody's like, he's just so smart and handsome and cool. And you're like, fucking look at him, man. Yeah, earthworm Jim motherfucker. <laughs> In the first bit, I'm a wee when shrimp. they're like, 
he's 19 years old. I spat out my drink. I went, come on, man. I, uh, yeah. No 19-year-old has got a goatee. No. What the fuck's going on? I didn't like the... Uh, and maybe this is because I'd be self-conscious because it... I can't, I can't even talk about this, but that guy who called me bald, I met him again in <laughs> real life. But, I would like to take this opportunity to apologise to you publicly. What? Because you posted a picture where you said your forehead looked great and I made a little snide comment about how big your forehead was. Uh-huh. And I just think that was out of order looking back. Well, it's true, it's big. Well, I know it's something you're sensitive about. Well, it's not getting bigger. Mm -hmm. It's always been big. It's my line. Okay. That's the party line. (laughs) Right, okay. That's the party line. So I didn't... It's like people who deny global warming. It's always been hot. Sometimes you tell me that, um, like, reasons why you hate people, and it is based (laughs) on something, uh, like an off joke someone made that I don't think is that bad and What's I was worried that I hated somebody stupidly recently yeah, well, I, not, I can't, can't say that on pod okay. even in the Patreon sorry. Yeah, sorry we don't get that juice <laughs> I'm so full of rage <laughs> um, and I let out in the wrong people sometimes oh yeah that guy anyway um, what were we talking about there my boldness oh yeah they have the little there's a new thing in the musical theatre I don't know how new it is but they used to have the Britney Spears side microphone and now mm. everybody has this horrible wee widow's black peak right um that can i'm like how does that even pick up the sound because yeah. this microphone picks up my sound because i'm speaking into it yeah yeah but this i don't understand how it works magic you didn't like that no <coughs> the um the way that the all the women sort of fawn over him and I, he wrote this and cast it and, and let me tell you it doesn't pass the beckdale test you think so well, no, it doesn't. Mm. It definitely doesn't. Oh, yeah. There's no part in which the women are discussing anything other than the male hero. Mm-hmm. You know, and the way that they portray... So, like, Hamilton had an affair mm-hmm. um, and then was blackmailed, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and the way that they portray that is that this sort of woman with big red lipstick and a red corset just, like, comes out of nowhere and takes advantage of poor Alexander Hamilton. Oh, my, how could he resist? This fuck machine appears out of nowhere and fucks his brain out. God, poor Alexander. And then they blackmail him, and it's like, listen. Oh, yeah. He fucked a sexy lady, okay? Yeah. He has to take some fucking responsibility for that. He's saying, I go uptown. It's quiet uptown. Shut the fuck I up, I didn't man. want to fuck her. I didn't want to, but she wanted to fuck me. There was nothing I could do. Right. What's, what's next? <laughs> we need to rattle through these. Because how I talk about the king. Well, well I've written Lynn as a leading man, so that's good. The, la- okay. the last one, uh, uh, yeah, I've written, uh, yeah, okay. The last one I've written is that, yes, they may have cast a lot of uh, black actors yeah, um, to play white characters. But I think it's very interesting that there are no actually black historical figures in this Who show. Who do you think should be in there? Listen, I'm not a historian. <laughs> okay. Harriet Tubman. Different time, probably. Different time. Yeah. Okay. But uh, they existed for sure. And maybe this would have been a good opportunity to teach. Put a white guy in as a black guy. That's what you want. I think that would be problematic also. <laughs> you know, that's not, I don't think that's the answer. Sounds like that's what you think then. That's is. what I think it should be. Right. We've spoke too much about a lot of stuff, so we've not got <laughs> a lot of time left. But I want to get into this week's unhinged YouTube comment of the week. Of the week. Because one of the things from the first time I watched this, my favourite character, and then second time I watched it, and now having listened to the album a couple of times, I think a highlight is Jonathan Groff's performance as King George mm. III. 
mm-hmm. has three songs that are basically the same song over and over again, where he's he's basically King George, the Mad King, who lost America, mm-hmm. and he's he's got this great solo song. Mm-hmm. How does it go again? Mental mm-hmm. that he like spits. He's got like slabber hanging off his face because he's yep. a crazy cunt. Mm-hmm. I love him. Anyway, there was a little bit of debate on YouTube as to the spit. Uh, a, a user called uh, Rocket Andrade. Rocket and Raddy. Rocket Andra- Andrade is a Latin name. Mm. Rocket Andrade said, "Fun fact: He was spitting drooling on purpose because it was said that King George the Third often did that." Someone responded Oh we've got a YouTube argument on our hands Hawk Hill Falconer one year ago said Nope He spits because he drinks a cup of water Before he sings to keep his mouth wet Many Broadway singers spit Front row is the splash zone Mm. Oscar Svanjangan Entered the fray Oscar Svanjangan? Yes (laughs) Oscar Svanjangan Said Hawk Hill Falconer, dude, it was on purpose. You realise that, right? They wouldn't just have him accidentally spit on his face every time. Hawk Hill Falconer redoubted him. Redoubted? Yes. Redoubted? He redoubted him. What does that mean? You know what it means. <laughs> he said, Oscar Spanjanian, dude, read what I said. It's what he said himself. I used to work on Broadway. Lots of performers spit when they sing. You can't just see it normally because there aren't close-up cameras. Sheesh! He said the same thing in an interview. Final argument from the point of view of someone called Maya Satara. Someone else is... Re- 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 they have redoubted. They've redoubted again. Go to a Shakespearean place sometime. Half the cast is spitting. They can't stop and wipe off their faces halfway through a scene because it breaks the fourth wall. I'm not King Lear. I'm an actor. And I'm spitting. Excuse me. Some people produce more saliva when saying or shouting. Happens all the time. Not a trait of a long dead king. I just love that last line. I think that if you are acting Mm -hmm. and you are shouting... Yeah. And you were spitting. I realised that was spitting while I was doing then this. Then the character who you were playing is, is also spitting. Yeah. So it's fine to wipe your mouth. Bertolt Brecht. Why are you saying Bertolt Brecht? Let's do <laughs> tattoo, woohoo, tattoo, boohoo. No, 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 no. Let's do it. Let's do it. Hamilton style. America, 1979. <laughs> We're two guys reviewing tattoos. We're gonna Google we're them and search, and then we choose if it's tattoo woohoo or tattoo boohoo. Right, let's get up. We're judging the ink, and that's what we'll do. Okay, this was on Lin Manuel Miranda's uh, Twitter feed. He posted his new tattoo in 2017. In other news, I got a permanent parking spot for V over the weekend. He said, "Then this is a picture of his hands. Very hairy knuckles. Don't know how you feel about that. This is." Hair especially very thick. Just I hate it when you just have one thick hair. Oh, I get there's some on my beard. There's like a section of like wiry hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really annoying. It's like is that one of my head hairs? I've got pubes hairs on my on my beard basically. Yeah. V. He's got the he's got a V where he, on his ring finger where a wedding ring would be for his partner 
Veronica. So why wouldn't you just wear an engagement ring? You can take a ring off. I think... Do you know what's very telling? Mm. That even uh, his wife's initial mm. on his finger, pointing the letter V is ultimately pointing at himself. Yeah. That's a boohoo for me. Yeah, that is... Uh, and if and We've spoken about small tattoos before, but going to a tattoo shop and getting two lines... Come on, to fuck, When man. your dad works for Bill Clinton's <laughs> wife. <laughs> um, her name is Hillary. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Next slide, please. This oh, is tattooed. Oh, boy. And I knew you would have a reaction to this. Oh, but this boy, oh, boy. It's tattooed on Lynn Mao Mao Maramba's back. <laughs> Maramba. Yep. That's racist. This is tattooed on Lynn Manuel Miranda's back. It is, for the benefit of the audio listener, it is a microphone. Mm. It looks like a... SM58 mm-hmm. and there's lines coming out of the microphone, which isn't usually how they work. Yeah, that's the opposite of what happens. Yeah, maybe they're going into it, but I don't think so. Um, yeah, the microphone is less feedback, I think. <laughs> it's feedback for me saying it's shade. <laughs> uh, but what do you think about microphone tattoos in general? Um, I know a bunch of people who have them. List them. Gareth Moore has mm-hmm. a old-fashioned microphone tattooed on his Even though we don't use them in stand-up. Yes. Okay, so Gareth Moore has that. He's coming on soon, so we'll, we'll actually we do a live... We'll do a live tattoo, tattoo, woo-hoo, tattoo woo-hoo, um, on him. The comedian Ross Leslie has a microphone, and inscribed in it is the date of his first gig. Sure. Um, and I think there's probably a few more comedians who have mm-hmm. that. I, what do you think about them and their tattoos? Your two friends there and then other colleagues. It's not a tattoo I would get myself. Why? <laughs> because I don't think it's good. <laughs> you, you, what are you going to do? This is a boo-hoo. That's fucking shit, man. Listen, I'll say this for both Ross and Gareth's tattoos. Mm-hmm. The artwork is, is beautiful. It's the craft. Re- they are really well drawn. The craft. This the is craft. drawn shit. Yeah. This looks bad. Uh-huh. Theirs doesn't look bad. Yeah. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have it myself. Would it change your opinion if I told you he got this tattoo in Melbourne, Australia? No. <laughs> Okay, I don't what, know why I thought it would. What, is, is it more someone's upside down and that's why it's harder to do? Um, it looks like the moment sperm touches the egg. It yeah. does. Oh, yes, it is. The microphone does a bit like sperm. Does that change your opinion? Um, now, if you said to me... I know you like cum. That Lin-Manuel Miranda <laughs> said, I... <laughs> I got this tattoo. I know you like cum. If he said I like this, I, I got this tattoo because uh, it reminded me of my own cum. Then I'd be like, "Whoa, dark horse, Lynn." Yeah, um, and obviously the tail is pointing at him. Um, but I don't think no, it's not for me. That's a that's a big boohoo. Two boohoos. How long have we got left? What, what are we on? Five minutes. F that. Oh, really? God, yeah. I've got so much more to say about Hamilton. I know. What, what did you, what so did you think I, I of- love that song. I loved King. Mm. And I also love Jonathan Groff when he was in Mindhunter. What did you... Oh, he that's the, where I recognise him from. Yeah. Oh. He's also the woodsman from Frozen. Big guy. Right. Big deal. But um, how great was he in uh, Mindhunter? See the bit when he's uh, investigating the crime. He's in the shoe, shoe shop. Mm. And he's investigating the guy who's like into feet. Yes. Chopping people's feet off and other yeah. shit. And he looks at the shoe and his girlfriend sees the shoe. Then she dresses up in sexy clothes with the high heels. Mm-hmm. And he gets like freaked out. Fucking shit hot. Good show. They can't Great do, show. They? Well, they weren't willing to pay, f- and I know, for only three minutes left. So I don't want to get too into David Finchner's financial problems. Finchner. What did you call him? Fincher. Finchner. <laughs> no, it's Fincher. Not Finchner. Doberman Finchner. <laughs> Is that what I call him? 
uh, yeah, so I thought he was fantastic. And, and obviously it's fucked up that uh, I'm saying that I only thought the white guy was good. That's not true. I thought the guy who played Lafayette was good. I thought he, he, he is the most charismatic person in that whole stage. Hercules Mulligan as well was class. Um, what, the, the rap battles was a point. What do you think of the rap battles? Where they get microphones out? And oh, when they're doing the debates. Yeah, it's a way of Thomas doing Jefferson. the debates. And yeah. I like the guy who played Iron Bar as well. He's a good shit cunt. You know, he's a good heel. Burr, Burr was well played. Yep. Yeah. Yep, good. Um, I was a stupid motherfucker who shot it. He doesn't say motherfucker. I think it's a good... I'll say this for Hamilton. Um, I do think it is impressive to do someone's life story like this um, with using using hip-hop. And Another thing I don't like about it is the fact that his life story fucking sucks. Mm. His son gets shot to death because he goes... Shoot. If you're in a shooting match... Shoot this guy. Mm-hmm. Then I think maybe he said shoot this guy, <laughs> and he got confused. Put your, put your this is why you shouldn't rap so much. You should talk. Yeah. Just why can't you speak slowly? <laughs> we can all understand. <laughs> um, That's not what I was saying. But like, um, and then he gets shot to death as well, and it's supposed to be sad. And I'm just like, you just don't know anything about shooting people, man. Yeah, you yeah. Rubbish at shooting people. Yeah, the worst. <laughs> yeah. Trump. Shit. Anyway, yeah. I liked it, but it was bad. Yeah, uh, um, I am actually glad I watched it. I enjoyed it more than I thought I was going to. Taking the visual elements out, taking the choreography out, just rendering it as a series of songs on the album. Mm. Did you enjoy an album? Um, no. I would say I enjoyed the musical. I didn't enjoy the album. Uh, I would say I agree. I think that the album only really serves to tell the story as a whole. Individual songs, I'm not that, you know, I can't think of a time or whatever there's one or two songs like the one i'm gonna put in place for example where I, I i think there would be some value to listen to it on its own but the rest of it it, it only serves it's uh what's the, the phrase about some of its parts it's less than the sum of its whole sure <laughs> its whole is not worth much its whole is ragged yep um, fuck to pieces you may say yeah this yeah. is the whole by the end of it uh um, you know a dark star um, so we're going to add um, a song each. Yeah. One, but, but before we do, I'm going to cough. <coughs> so we're going to add a song each. Every to... week we add two songs to the Enjoy Your Album playlist. Uh, which you can access <laughs> enjoy uh, st or whatever. You can go and enjoy a playlist.st mm. updated by Megaslippers. Yes. And Jay Howlett does the Apple Music version. You can check out Every song, every week, we add on two songs from the album and then two songs inspired by the conversation. Uh, what are you going to put on from this? Um, there's a song called Dear Theodosia, which doesn't have any rapping in it. Mm-hmm. Um, it is uh, Alexander Hamilton and uh, Burr are, uh, are both individually singing to their uh, children. Um, and uh, or, or Sorry, dear, the, Burr is singing to his... You like uh, that the one? girlfriend that he likes. I think it's the one of the more beautiful sounding songs. It's a good duet. Mm-hmm. Um, it's simple. It's only like two minutes long. Smile more, talk less. Mm. You are my son. I confess. Mm-hmm. That's one of the lines they don't say in it. Uh, I'm going to put on the King's song "You'll Be Back" by Jonathan Groff, aka Holden from Mindhunter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's a great show. Uh, and I liked it. 
So I'm going to stick that on. For My this. bonus track. This is going to shock you. B -b -b bonus. I'm going to put a song on that Lin Manuel Miranda wrote for Disney musical Moana. Find me. Have you seen Coco? Yeah. Stunning. Yeah. Stunning. But this is Moana. Remember me. It's actually a little bit sexist. Just, just think of a, another female later film. Um, it's actually a... Uh, doesn't matter what it is. So we're putting How Far I'll Go from the Moana soundtrack, written by Lin-Manuel Miranda. It's a catchy musical number by Disney, which we spoke about, Lin-Manuel, um, which I think is a lot of fun. Speaking of the American Civil War... Mm. Uh, Speaking of 9-11. <laughs> Speaking of the American tragedies, uh, <laughs> I am going to listen to Hamilton. No, I'm going to... Uh, there's a song, my favourite record... One of my favourite records by Titus Andronicus. Oh, for fuck's sake. Um, it's, it's like the fourth one of those you put on, I'm sure. No. Oh, this is a 16-minute retelling of the Battle of Hampton Roads, which was part of the American Civil War. Um, okay, that's fine. That's actually cool. 16-minute long rock opera. I'm actually really... Look, that sounds great. I'm looking forward to listening to that. It's class. 16-minute rock opera about the American Civil War. Yes, please. The whole album's about the American Civil War, but this is uh, really, really good. I'm going to stick that on. Uh, I could have put on something from the Hoodwinked soundtrack that I sang solo mm. as the Sheriff of Nottingham, but uh, I couldn't find my wee hat. So, um, uh, thank you, patrons, uh, for uh, tuning in, listening. We hope you enjoyed this bonus episode, um, and uh, we'll see you in a few weeks for the next super secret Enjoy an Album Ultra upload. Uh, until then, uh, enjoy your lives. Shout out to the ultras. Peace and love in pew, the pew, new pew, millennium. Pew, 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 pew.